Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories, and the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay! Hi! Welcome back. Episode 6, Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. Thank you so much. Let's give it up for the band. That's Mark Hershon and the Succotash Band. Oh yeah, they get better every week. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate you being on the program this week. And uh, <laughs> I, I just finished... Uh, prepping episode five, uh, got it all queued up, ready to go, publish, you know, on time, you know, next, on that Friday that it publishes. And I, in my reviewing of it, I, I realized I went on and on about length of programming and this and that. And, and that episode ended up being damn near an hour. And in the editing process, I said to myself, you know what? Fuck it. I, I don't really care what the length of the episode is anymore. Uh, I don't want to be held by restraints like that. So, it, you know, some are going to be short. Some are going to be long. My target is going to be about 30. Uh, if I hit it, great. If I don't, oh, well, you either get less or more. Uh, you can probably b pretty much bet that no episode is going to be less than 20 uh, just because... That's how I am. I don't know. Anyway, this show should be dropping and publishing on, on Halloween. Halloween. enjoyed that I, I i just like messing around in the editing there uh anyway um the, the only problem with staying on schedule for my uh, episodes and making sure that i'm on time i have enough time to edit and get things done blah 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 is uh, this episode's coming out on the 31st i'm recording it on the 17th so you know i'm two weeks ahead of time so you know this is in the past Ooh. but more importantly i can't really share with you the experiences of Halloween 2014. So, in a future episode, a couple, you know, what, four, five, six episodes from now, no, yeah, four or five episodes from now, 
I'll fill you in on what's happened on Halloween. <laughs> so, uh, this year, that is. I'll tell you more about two, uh, Halloween 2013 later in the program. Uh, but for right now, let's move on to the main topic. <laughs> And the main topic is how I selected my name, Sabrina. And it's <laughs> the thing with names in, in a transgendered person's uh, life are uh, bizarre. Because uh, whether, you, whether you really think about it in the very beginning of your thought process of, of I'm different, how am I different, and you know, journeying towards coming out as transgender... Um, some people don't think about it right away. Some people do. And that's different than the average person because not many people really think about changing their name. I mean, a good handful think about it and because a good handful do. Some just change it because they're, they just don't want anything associated with it. Other people change it because of uh, they just don't like their name that they were given as a, as a child. There's lots of reasons. But a transgender person, you know, it's part of how they're going to identify. And it's strange because just like when a parent chooses a child's name, this child has not, you know, shown any personality or character or, or anything to give any sort of sense of, of, of what to name it. And uh, my wife and I went through the process when we named our son. And we went through I don't know, lots of different names. And the name we had boiled down for, okay, if it's a boy, it's this. If it's a girl, it's that. The name we had originally selected didn't feel right. So we thought of it, you know, over the course of 18 or so hours and came up with Andrew. So, you know, names are, names are strange. And so now... Here's this individual that has come to terms with the fact that they want to identify as the gender that are opposite of their birth. And now they have to think of a name that's going to suit this persona that they don't know anything about. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of transgender people change their name so frequently, um, at least in the very beginning. I mean, some, some do throughout their lives, but most go through a, a large number of changes in the beginning. And then when you stop to think about name changes, you, you, you think, okay, am I going to change the entire name? You know, first, middle, last? Am I just going to change the first name? Am I just going to change the first and the middle name? Uh, you know, what's, what, how are you going to change it? How are you going to express yourself? So, uh, and then there's the dilemma of what if you really like your birth name? What if you really connect with it for whatever reason? whether it's the spelling or just the way it sounds or it just really suits you, um, what then? You know, you don't want to give it up. And that's kind of how, how, how I am because my birth name, well, the name that I grew up using for the last 42 years is Charlie. And, I mean, officially it's Charles, and I only use that for official things, and there's only been one person that ever called me that, and that was my grandmother. 
And, you know, I mean, that's life. <laughs> but no one, anytime school or social events or anything else, it was always Charlie. And I like that name. And I, I've never disliked it. Well, that's not true. When I was a kid, uh, <laughs> growing up, there was, I don't know, I was in probably 9, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. And it seemed that all the bad guys or all the, the antagonists or whatever it was on any TV show was always Uncle Charlie. It, you know, it, or, or he was the schmo. You know, he was the, oh... That's Uncle Charlie, you know, or or the really bad guy. Don't go near Uncle Charlie. You know what they say about him. You know, it's that sort of thing. And at the time, I don't know, maybe it was because I was an uncle so young in life because my sisters are older. But uh, it, I, <laughs> it, that was like the one time in my life where I'm like, oh, man, I hate my name because it's always the bad guy. But, you know, the TV changed and things moved on and so, and, you know, I've always liked it. So some people say, you know, have asked, and I've thought myself, you know, why change it? Why not use that name? It, it's a gender-neutral name. There are, there are men and women named Charlie, and there's a couple different spellings out there. So, you know, it could work. And the reason I wanted a different name really stemmed from when I first started uh, cross-dressing in my early 20s. This was when I was starting to live alone. Uh, or with uh, selected roommates and things. Uh, and, uh, you know, I really had, I had my own space is basically what it was. I had my undisturbed space. I could lock the door and, you know, that's it. I'm, I'm in here. Leave me alone. And so I got to experiment. And it was, it was then in um, my life that I started thinking, okay, well, how do I want to identify as a name? And I do have the internet to thank for that because that was in the early days of of AOL and CompuServe and places like that, you know, where the little communities would get together. You'd put in a search word and, you know, all the people that put that search word in their profile would pop up and say, hey, hey we have this in common, blah, 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 or whatever. And so, you know, I got to see a lot of different names. I got to... Um, uh, practice with a lot of different names. I don't even remember the names because it was so long ago, and I never really cared for whichever one I used. I, I, I Jennifer, Tiffany, the, those those seemed pretty standard at the time. Um, I, I I can't even. Well, for for, for a brief period, probably like one day, <laughs> I, I thought of using the effeminate name version of, of Charlie, you know, which, well, technically is Charlie, but Charlene, you know, and, and I said, no, no, don't like it. Don't like it. Doesn't suit me. Not that it's a bad name. I just, it just, just doesn't suit me. And so, um, well, also at that time, I wanted to disassociate myself with any male Parts of me, parts of my persona. Now, I don't mean, I don't mean what's between my legs. I meant, you know, male clothing, male uh, uh, jewelry, male glasses, uh, things like that. Um, not anything on my body. And so, I didn't really want to use the name Charlie. And so, I don't remember how many different names I went through, but there was one time a uh, girlfriend I was seeing at the time. She had suggested 
the name Sabrina. And right at that time is when the movie, the well, the remake of the movie had come out. The remake with uh, Harrison Ford and uh, Greg Kinnear and Julia Ormond, I believe. And it, I don't want to argue the movie. I enjoyed it, but that's because I enjoyed those three actors. You know, I mean, the original is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But for a remake at the time, it was good. I haven't watched it <laughs> since then. So, you know, I don't know how it would stand up to today's viewing standards. But, you know, at the time I liked it. And so I connected to it. And just like a light switch, a light bulb, I said, yeah, that's it. And then crazy enough, whatever it was, you know, a few years later, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch came out. And I was like, oh, great. Now everybody's going to be using the name. And not very many people have. It's, you, know, you, you hear it out there. But it's not very common as well as common as I thought it would be after a show like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And so now flash forward to today, I still enjoy that name. In fact, I enjoy both of my names, which is why um, after thinking about it for a little bit, I'm just going to use my original first name as my middle name and use Sabrina as my new first name. And there you go. Voila. Dun, da, da, da. Sabrina Charlie Miller. That's going to be my name. Although, you know, how often do you use your middle name, you know? And also another reason I want to keep the name Charlie is because there are some people in my life, both family and friends, that they're never going to be able to flip the switch to call me anything other than Charlie. And, you know, as much as I would like to rant and rave on, uh, you know, please use my first name, Sabrina, blah, 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 blah. I can't fault them. They've known me for my entire life, such as my sisters or family friends or other relatives. Um, you know, they're going to have a hard time flipping that switch. And I'm not going to fault them for it because they're still there. They're still loving me. They're still embracing the fact that I am transgender and I am going to transition. So what if they can't get my name right? Eventually, they will. I'm pretty sure. But in the beginning, whatever. I don't care. Um, I can't say if I did not like my name, if it was just a name like, oh, what's a, what is a really butch, ma masculine-sounding name that you would never think of a woman if you heard that name? I'm trying to think of one right now. Michael. There's the Michael. I, not that there isn't any Michaels, but Michelle would probably be a more appropriate female name. Um, I, I personally, in my life, have never met a female Michael. So, <laughs> there you go. Well, except on Arrested Development. Uh, yes, I am a fan of Arrested Development. Not as much as my wife. My wife can go on quotes for forever. But um, I, I, I get little zingers like that every once in a while. Anyway, um, if it was something where, where it was just blatantly masculine, um, yeah, you know, I don't think I would want that to be continued to be used. And I would probably pressure uh, whoever had a hard time using it to really please try to not use it. But more importantly, give them the reason why. You know, whatever it may be. It reminds me too, too much of my past. Um, it, it just reminds me of all the masculine things about me. There are so many reasons why 
a transgendered individual does not want to be referred to by their birth name usually. Um, I feel blessed and lucky that, that I, I don't. You know, I know I'm unique. I know that there are very, very, very few trans people, both trans men and trans women out there, that can, you know, use their name for their, the rest of their lives without changing anything. Um, I really only know one individual who is able to use uh, his birth name as her name because, well, like, like the name Charlie, it goes both ways. So, ultimately, uh, choosing a name, uh, I mean, imagine, imagine this. For whatever reason, you had to, you're being forced to change your name. Whatever the case may be, I don't want to get into that part of the story. Just the, the point is, you're being forced to change your name. Um, you get to choose it. You get to select it. You know, it, I mean, it's not like it's something given to you. You know, you're now going to be called this. Um, you, you have active input on it. How do you choose a name? Because you're so used to what it is. Now, I'm sure some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, if I ever had to change my name, I'd go by such and such. Well, that means you've already thought about it. Most people haven't. And then there's the people that just can't decide. They like, they like a couple different names and they just can't decide. You know, my answer to them is choose your most favorite at that moment in time. Put the other one or ones as your middle names. Because then you, you got it there in, in documentation when you do change your name officially. Which is something we'll talk about when I get to that in my life. I haven't gotten to that yet. In my life, that'll probably happen in the next six months or so. So when, when that comes around, I'm going to share it with you. Okay, so now we'll move into, you know, second half of the show. Um, I can tell you about Halloween 2013. Uh, now, two th Halloween 2013 um, was a very special Halloween for me. Mostly because... I had never gone out in any female attire on Halloween or for a Halloween party. And that's because of the stupid fear in my mind about somebody looking at me and thinking that I was a girl. Uh -huh. Well, you know, surprise, 30 years later, uh, you know, I am, uh, you know. So, so it was actually my wife's idea. I had been thinking about it. She voiced it first that because I had just come out to her, that I go out uh, as a girl in, ha in Halloween. It was also a way to test the waters to make sure, you know, within myself that this is exactly what I wanted to do. And it was fantastic, uh, to sum it up. Um, I don't want to get into it too much because, okay, I'm going to blend stuff here. Next episode is the first part of my conversation with Rebecca. Yeah! Yes. And so we talk about Halloween 2013 because it was a pretty monumental time. And I don't want to give any of that away so you don't have to hear it twice because I don't want to edit out that part of her conversation. I'd rather edit out my stuff here. And so it was just amazing. Uh, I felt so comfortable and it really brought me back to uh, 11 years, well, at the time, 10 years prior 
to when I had first, you know, made a statement to a small group of friends that this is what I'm going to do. And I don't remember the time of year, but it was, you know, somebody threw a barbecue. And here in San Diego, you can throw a barbecue almost any time of the year. Usually the only thing that stops you is rain. And unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of it. So, you know, people have barbecues very, very frequently. And so I remember them shortly thereafter, a week or two, throwing a barbecue, and I was able to socialize as myself, and it was great. And that's what it reminded me of, is the, the, the comfort, the kind of like putting on, a, on an old, old clothes, you know, something that's very comfortable. Uh, a comfortable pair of shoes, comfortable pair of gloves, you know, a, 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 a warm, comfy jacket or something like that, you know? And and that's how it, the experience overall of 2013 Halloween went for me. Only so, because I know you're probably asking, well, what did you at least go as? Tell us what you went as. We'll hear the story next week. Okay, so it was uh, two different Halloween parties. And because one set of costumes wasn't going to be ready in time for the first Halloween party... At the last minute, we had to think of you know a makeshift uh, Halloween party uh, costume for the first party, and so for the first party, we went as Tobias and Lindsay from Arrested Development. Rebecca was Tobias, I was Lindsay, and uh, Rebecca talks about that in in the conversation. And for the second party, we were uh, Scarlett and Giselle from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh, the Redhead. Um, Scarlet, I, I was, I was her and, um, Rebecca was Giselle and that was just an awesome Halloween overall, both parties, wonderful people, still my friends. I hope you're listening. Know that I love you if you are. And so I'm now, as I'm sitting here, I'm getting excited to tell you about Halloween 2014 because, um, well, I'm, I believe she tells about it in the conversation if not somewhere in my editing of those sh uh, shows i will uh i will let you know what we're being for halloween 2014 this year tonight <laughs> that that this episode dropped so anyhow yeah next episode we're gonna have uh rebecca and we spoke for quite a while uh, i don't remember exactly how long Mostly because we had to break it up because of child care. Or to take care of the child, I guess. And so it was, uh, it kind of made its way into two parts that way. But that's not where the edit's going to be, strangely enough. Um, and so it's going to be a two-parter. And they're going to be back-to-back. -back, so there's one next week and then the following week after that. And then um, I'll figure out what, uh, what topic I'll talk about after that. And I'm open to topics, guys, ladies, gentlemen. Listeners, hello, anyone out there? Yes. Yes, you. Hi. Yes, hi. Thank you for listening. I am open to suggestions. Any suggestions, you know, a topic you want to hear about, anything like that, send me an email, message me through the Facebook page, whatever. Um, I say it in the closing. I say it in the outro, but I'll say it now. I'm open. If you, you want to ask me a question, send it my way. I'll, I'll answer it hopefully on the podcast or if, if it needs to be answered privately. Okay, fine.
right, now we're going into listener feedback. Listener feedback. This is so fresh. This is the freshest listener feedback that I can give because, uh, as I mentioned previously, we were in Stitcher first, and now we're both in Stitcher and iTunes. Yay for Stitcher and iTunes. Cha-cha-cha. The, on, within the first 24, 48 hours, I got immediate response, immediate gratification. Thank you so much to the people I'm about to mention for listening and getting back to me about the show. It means so much to me that I'm putting it here in listener feedback. And that, and again, no last names because I don't want to give who you are away. Not, not yet anyway, unless you say, yes, please mention my name. Uh, first is Becky B. I have mentioned her before on the show. Allison J. Thank you so much, Allison. It's, it's so nice that you're there listening. Donald H. Thank you, Donald. Um, you messaged me. You posted on the Facebook page. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. Stephanie B. Stephanie B. Yay for Stephanie B. I'm so excited. Uh, yes. I'm going to answer the question publicly. Yes, I know about uh, Steam Power Giraffe and their lead singer. Um, she's transgender, and she does her own little thing. If you're interested, Google tra- Steam Power Giraffe, and I'll let you discover that that way. Um, but yeah, Stephanie, uh, I do. I, I hopefully I'll get her on the show. And I want to say thank you so much for listening. And then lastly, Lauren N, as in nose. Um, thank you for your comments and feedback. And I just, to all of you, whether you've mentioned something to me or not, I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, That's why I, that's why I'm sitting here in front of a microphone doing this. That's why I'm going to sit for probably, you know, what, four hours or so editing up the show. Well, maybe not that long. Depends on how much, um, you know, fanciness I want to get into the edit, you might say. And, um, fanciness to get into the edit. What am I saying? Well, anyway, however long it takes me to edit this, um, and listen to it, you know, basically one, two, three times roughly, um, to, you know, just, just quality control and checking and making sure that it's all flowing as quickly as possible, smoothly as possible. Um, that, uh, you know, it's, I'm doing it for, well, I'm doing it for myself because of what I'm able to share, but more importantly, I'm doing it for, for you guys as well, because it's a synergistic thing. And I love the way podcasts work that way. All right. And now as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I would just go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we would just go insane. And if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Stay crazy, everyone. Time for takeout. Wait, what? No. It's the outtakes. For some reason, it sounded like there should be a sound effect there, like a wah-wah probably use that in the outtakes you've been listening to changes in latitudes a transgender experience i'd love to hear from you so let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com 
or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changes in latitudes podcast or at the website changes in latitudes podcast.blogspot.com. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2014 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. <laughs>